the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views expressed on the following program are those of the host and not necessarily those of staff, management, or ownership. Phoenix. This is Brother Mike, and I'm back on the radio. Welcome to HardcoreChristianity.com. Today's Bible study, Collapsing American Christianity. Folks, we're hitting a crisis. We need a miracle. Hey, thank you for your time today. Would you call somebody and tell them the radio program's on? We're ready to go. I'm ready to go. This is Brother Mike. I'm the professional counselor at the uh, Arizona Deliverance Center in Central Phoenix. We're on 15th Avenue, just south of Osborne Road. And thanks to you, we are now developing the Healing House, a Holy Ghost motel where we're going to use that as a uh, a hotel for people coming from out of state to come in uh, and go through a few days of healing and deliverance. When they cannot afford a hotel or they don't have any money, we're going to put them up for a few days so they can get healed. And uh, the people that are paying their way are people like you, people who care, people who love, and send us uh, donations for the building. You bought the Healing House. You bought the Arizona Deliverance Center. And uh, we are deeply grateful. The website has all of our ministry services. Don't forget our two services every week. Thursday night, 7 p.m. Friday night, 7 p.m. Healing, teaching, preaching, and deliverance at all those services. The radio programs, by the way, are on 24-7 on soundcloud.com slash hardcore-christianity. On the homepage of the website, don't forget about Sister Karen selling your house for you. Be a good steward of God's money and save when you sell your home. May God bless you. Don't forget about our teaching channel, YouTube. Don't forget about our Facebook book page, hardcorechristianity.com. And don't forget about our daily radio programs and hitting the PayPal button and sending us a donation. May God richly bless you. Did you see this research study that came out recently? I always keep track of these uh, church research studies. And I've shared dozens of them with you over the years, just to give you kind of a general idea. You know, surveys are not divinely inspired, like God's holy word. If you look at the Bible and you read that material, that is divinely inspired material. The Holy Ghost wrote that information and he used human beings kind of away in like a pen or a pencil. And he wrote down that material. But everything that you and I do as a born-again Christian spirit-filled Christian, uh, everything is not perfectly divinely inspired. Obviously, people make mistakes. People have flaws. I'm the same way. I, I have flaws, obviously. You hear them every day on the radio here. I make mistakes, obviously. You see that on the radio every day. But I try my best, and my motivations are good, like yours. But these surveys are not perfect, but they do give you a generalized idea of what's happening in the United States of America. And here's what's happening. 
Approximately 61-62% of all churches in the United States are small ones. Now, we already knew that, you know, 100, 100 members or less, so to speak. Uh, I've done many shows on the insanity and the deranged spirituality of megachurches. These things are like a spiritual Ebola. They breed lukewarm, casual, carnal Christians. Literally, they breed them. It's awful. I mean, literally, there's, there's fornication and adultery going on in these churches like you can't believe. But the smaller churches in the United States are not booming either. Guess, what, guess what's happening to them? Yes, they're dropping in attendance. And according to a recent research study, Tom Rainier, who's president of Lifeway Christian Resources, I've used their survey work before, uh, they, they've been researching this, and they've noticed that if a church has 100 or fewer people attending that church, they're usually in decline. According to this research study, two out of three of them are slowly disappearing. And what happened was, in this survey, they took a 1,000 randomly selected small churches, and they saw that 65% of them either plateaued or were declining. And according to this research study, they drop at about 4% a year. 4% a year. Now, me personally... On Sundays, I live out in uh, Sun City, Arizona. I'm an older person, as you know. I'm in my 60s. I live out here with the old people in Sun City. We attend a church every Sunday morning, and that church attendance is slowly declining. But that church is an exception, not a general rule. It does apply to this uh, criteria. It is a small church. But because we have so many people that attend that church who live in Sun City and who are in their 70s and 80s and 90s, we have a slow decline of people because they are dying and going to heaven. They just drop dead because they're getting old. I'll be there someday, and uh, forgive me for mentioning this, so will you. It is appointed unto every man and every woman once to die after this, is judgment. The sinner is judged at the great white throne and spends eternity in hell. This Christian is judged at the judgment seat of Christ and they will receive the rewards of their body, meaning the deeds they've done in their life, whether they be good or whether they be bad. According to this survey, uh, if you have less than a hundred people in your church. When it hits fifty, the decline rate is eight percent a year. So what they're trying to say is that the smaller the church gets, the the quicker it disappears. Once the church goes below one hundred in attendance, their days are numbered according to the survey. And the life expectancy for f some of these small churches, generally speaking, it says, is 10 years or less. And the small churches, because they don't have all the accoutrements of the megachurch, 
can't retain members on a long-term basis. They don't have gospel award-winning, Grammy award-winning singers. They don't have some big choir that looks like they stepped out of the club. They don't have all the plush niceties of the megachurches. And because here in America, most of the Christians are gutless, useless, carnal type born-again believers who are basically looking for me blessings when they go to church. What's in it for me? When's God going to bless me? When's God going to prosper me? They don't go to church for the right reasons, A, to be a servant, B, to be a worshiper. They go there looking for a me blessing. The smaller churches don't have the assets, the financial assets, or the entertainment value to keep members on a long-term basis, particularly in a church like I go to where you've got so many older people dying off. The church is just in a natural decline. And soon the pastor and everything, they're going to have to be replaced and the people are going to be either, they're either going to shut the church down or bring in a younger pastor with uh, you know, a new process and a new system. But here's the kicker. Did you know that church where you have a building and you go there and attend attend that, they had those in in uh, Jesus' time. They called them synagogues. The Jews had synagogues, a weekly meeting place like a church. But in Christianity, believe it or not, that system was abolished. The church isn't a building anymore. It's actually a person. It's the people in the building. And so in Christianity... There weren't any churches. They were called house churches. People went to houses to gather for healing and deliverance and worship. They didn't have churches. The church age, so to speak, didn't come till long after that. Decades and decades and centuries after that, the church system kicked in where we went back to what the Jews did in the synagogues. Well, Jehovah had switched the system, and he had gone to house churches. And believe it or not, that is happening right now. Here in America, the house church market, believe it or not, is increasing. The house church market is a tremendously effective way to increase evangelism. And in fact, mega churches are doing it all over the valley. They're planting house churches. And they go on to build smaller congregations, all connected to uh, the mother church, so to speak, if I could steal a Star Trek term. Hey, here's what needs to happen. People in America are sick. They're physically sick. They're mentally sick. They're being oppressed by demons. They're carnal, lukewarm people. What do they need in their lives? Duh! The Bible always says they need a Holy Ghost revival. What do they need? Mark chapter 16. These signs shall follow them that believe. In my name they shall cast out demons. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. If they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. 
Taking up serpents there was misinterpreted by churches down south. They think it's a, a snake handling event demonstrating faith. The Greek word is iro there for take up. It means to pick up and get rid of. That verse is really saying they will remove serpents, and serpents is symbolic for demons. In the United States, Christianity crashed and burned here because they took out the full gospel of Christ. They went to churches, they went to mega churches, and those systems don't work. Those kinds of systems don't work. Without Mark chapter 16 and the supernatural power of the Holy Ghost at your church, if it's a small one, you'll soon fizzle out. If it's a big one, you'll soon fizzle out and not know it. Revelation chapter 3. Without Mark chapter 16, Christianity is just another religion. It's, it's basically as ineffective as all the other religions. It simply doesn't work. What do you need to do? You need to develop kind of like a house church where the Holy Ghost is given free reign, very much like the Arizona Deliverance Center. I set this facility up to be the anti-church. Whatever they do at church, I do the opposite at the Arizona Deliverance Center. If you want to experience Mark chapter 16, I'll see you Thursday and Friday night. The views expressed on this program are those of the host and not necessarily those of staff, management, or ownership. This program was sponsored by Michael W. Smith. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.